Hello everyone and welcome to Premios, the Down to Earth Hasidus podcast. We'll dedicate this class to the Shluchot of Machonalte of 2021, um, who are listening to the Shior right now. We're trying this. Uh, so in this week's Parsha, we have a very amazing message, um, incredible message that actually comes not just from a Posuk and or a Maimar Chazal on it, but it comes from the difference between two styles, two ways of saying the same Maimar Chazal. Many times, you see, Torah Shabbat page the oral Torah. So it was spoken, it wasn't written. So it went from teacher to student in different places. And many times in Gemara, in Medresh, in Zoyar, you find many Mamore Chazal that were said, like the, the, the same Maimar Chazal in different Sforim, said by different rabbis, because they all received the same tradition and they were teaching it to their students. And then when all the Torah Shabbat Pei gets written, then they all wrote it. So it's the same teaching written or said by different rabbis. And, and sometimes you find slight, slight differences between, between them. And in here we're gonna um, share a sikh of the Rebbe that focuses on one of those slight differences. Now, before we actually quote the Maimar Chazal, let's see where it comes from in the Parsha. There is a Posuk, we know that the, the Parsha's Vayero starts with Abraham Avinu, three days after his breeze, he's recovering, and instead of just taking a nap from, and recovering from the surgery, and he was pretty old, um, he's outside waiting for guests. And Hashem came to visit him. Hashem came to visit him. And he's talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, literally receiving the Shekhinah. And in the middle, he sees finally people walking by. The Malochim, the famous story. So, Vayar Anoshim, he saw and here there were people. It's an interesting view of the Rebbe and that. This is like a side comment, but it's very important. He says, Vayar Anoshim, he looked and here there were people who needed food and drinks. Like there's always someone next to you that needs you, but you just have to be willing to look. Vayar Anoshim. If you see, here you see people. And, and so he found them, he saw them, and now he knows that he can do Achnosa uh, Sorchim finally, what he was looking for to, to feed the, 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 the bypassers. And he says, Bayoimer, Bayoimer, listen to this posuk, and he said, Lord, if I have found grace in your eyes, please do not walk off of me, like don't pass me by. And Rashi and the Mephoshim bring, bring two Pirushim. Who's this Lord that he's talking to? So the, one says he was talking to Hashem in the previous Psukim. So clearly it means He's talking to Hashem, and that's how we refer to Hashem, my Lord. And so he says, Hashem, please, don't leave, like hang on. He put Hashem on pause, literally, as if it's Zoom. He put Hashem on pause, and he went to attend the Orchim. So Hashem, please don't go by, don't, please don't leave me, just hang on, I need to take care of my Orchim, and then I'll come back to you. The other Pirushis, Moral Pipshat, whatever, the other one is also Pshat, because the, the previous possibly was talking to Hashem. But the, the other period is more like uh, physical, let's say. He was talking to the guests, specifically to the, um, to, the, um, to the main one, to the first of the guests. And he says, sir, 
please don't walk by, let me invite you in. And here we find one of the Meforshim that says something incredible, which will give us a better understanding of the difference between the two Mamori Chazal that we'll soon quote. But before, no, you know what? I'll say the Mamori Chazal first. So here it goes. From this story, the Gemara teaches us that we see from here that Achnos Asorchim is bigger than Kabolas Pnei Ashkino. Receiving Orchim, feeding a person who needs food. And I said a person, Davke, because Avraham Avinu saw them as Arabs. They weren't Jewish. So he's feeding a regular guy who's walking on the street. And receiving an Ireach, feeding, helping Begashmius, a regular person, is greater than talking to Hashem. How do we know this? Well, because he was talking to Hashem and he stopped it in order to go do that. We see from there, it's interesting, right? The Chachumim didn't criticize Avraham Avinu and say like, oh my gosh, you're kicked out of our school because instead of speaking to Hashem, you went to attend some people. <laughs> they, didn't, uh, they didn't criticize Avraham Avinu. They learned from him. And they said, you know what? Here we see that it's more important. Now, we find the same Maimer Chazal in Zoyar. In the Zoyar, in Kamola, Rabbi Shimon, Bar Yochai, Rabbi Shimon says, Zako inun, um, well, what's Loshna? Very um, praiseworthy are those who merit to receive guests with a full heart. Here's the first difference. In Zoyar, it already says, like, not just receiving the guests, but doing with the full heart. You know, sometimes, like, somebody knocks on the door, it's like, oh, fine, there is a mitzvah. So, okay, come in. You, you want to drink something? <clears throat> Can you please go? <laughs> like, that's your, your thought. But the Zoyar says, when you receive guests with a full heart, then you're very, it's very a big schus. As if, ke'ilu, as if you're with the Shechino as if you're receiving the godly presence. So don't you think you're just receiving a person into your house? Your mom is receiving Hashem into your house, the Shechino. Now, the Rebbe focuses on one difference between this Rambam, uh, sorry, the Gemara and the Rashbi and the Zoyar. And by the way, I said Rambam because he also quotes there the Rambam. The Rambam says that this is the Choy Kashrechok Akabram Ovinu Orishoin. This is the Choy, the law that our first forefather established. It's the Derech HaChesed to feed the, the hungry and to help people and to spread the love. Avram Ovinu is called Avram Oihavi. Avram, the one who loves me. Not Avram, my loved, like Hashem calls Avram. Not my beloved, but the one who loves me. Oihavi. And that also means, if you, like that Rebbe says in about Abbas Yisrael, if you love the father, then automatically you love the children. If you love Hashem, then you love his creations. Like love for your fellow has to basically be based on your love to Hashem. And that's the only way to actually love everyone. Because you see them as creatures of Hashem, and that's why you love them. Now, Avraham Avinu would, would spread the love to everyone and all the time, even damn for the people of his doim or like the worst Rishoyim ever, and he was out to defend them. Um, and, and for that, he even discussed with the Shem and everything. Now, we see a difference between the Maimar Chazal, how it's brought in Gemara and in Rambam, and how it's brought in Zoyar. Besides for the full heart, that, the Rebbe doesn't focus on that, I guess, because it's obvious that in the Gemara, 
according to the Gemara, you also have to do it with a full heart. Um, but the difference, the main difference is that one says it's like receiving the Shekhinah, and the other one says it's better than receiving the Shekhinah. So which one is it? Is it the same or is it more? And the Rebbe gives two answers, two explanations. Very interestingly, I, I would compare those two explanations with, you know, with Derech uh, with Noyach, that it says Noyach, like it was a tzaddik in his generation, right? Is it a good thing? Is it praising him or bashing him? <laughs> so there are two pedushim. One says it's a praise. Even though it was in a corrupted generation, it was a tzaddik. And the other one is uh, like it says it's like Ryuso because like, nah, compared to those, it's a tzaddik. But really, it was just regular. Those are the two pedushim. So I say that these two pedushim that I will give in the Zicha also kind of like are like that. They're like one emphasizes the maile and one emphasizes the chisorin. And it says like this. First explanation, first tiruts, answer of the Rebbe. The Rebbe says like this. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was a very special Jew. He wasn't a regular Jew. Not just because he was a big tzaddik. He was a big tzaddik in a very specific way. What way? That he served Hashem Baruch News, spiritually. The, the best example for it is the years that he was, the 13 years that he was in the cave, right? He didn't have a Lulev and Esrik. He didn't have, he, he was in the cave, he didn't need an Asuka. So he didn't do the physical mitzvahs. So allegedly, obviously, it was Potur because they wanted to kill him and so he couldn't go out. So Pikuach Nefesh is Doichet, the whole Torah. So obviously, it wasn't a, an allegic problem. And yet, we're talking about his spiritual level, Hashem wouldn't have put it in that situation to such big tzaddik that he can't have those, the recalls it, hamshoche selokus, those uh, lights, those godly lights that you need to bring with mitzvahs, which means that he did anyways get the same result, just through a different path. Most of us can do that. You, unless you put on tefillin, unless you do a mitzvah, unless you give tzedakah with real money to a real person, or institution that whatever feeds real people or teaches Torah to real people, then you're not doing a mitzvah. And yet Rabbi Shimon knew how to, you know, pull the strings, beruchnius, and get those amshoches down to the world without doing the actual stuff. And that's a big milo. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was in a very elevated level. And now you can understand why he says that receiving the orchim is just like receiving the Shekhinah. So first, Pirush, what does it mean, Kabbalat Pnei Shekhinah? This is a very interesting topic, very interesting concept. What does it mean, receiving the face, Pnei, the, the semblance, that's how you say, of the Shekhinah? Well, Hashem has a face? Obviously not. It's a metaphor. So why do we call it Pnei HaShekhinah? By the way, Bichlal, in Hebrew, receiving someone, it's called Kabbalat Panim, like accepting the face. It's a very interesting expression. Now, why is Kabbalat Panim to the Shechina? So the Rebbe says that the word Panim, face, also means, we mentioned it a couple of many, many times, uh, Panim means Panimius, like the inside, the deeper part. That's why in your face I can see if you're happy or sad, bored or paying attention. Um, but if I look at your, I don't know, elbow or your back, I can't tell if you're happy or sad, depressed or excited. So the face shows the panemius. That's why it's called panim, milosh and panemius. 
What does it mean finding, receiving the Pnei Ashkino? Connecting to the Pneumios of Elokus, to the inner part, to the inner dimension of godliness. So, how to say it? Hashem is not a thing, like this thing that it's somewhere and you believe in. Hashem is the ultimate living force of every single existing thing. And of course, beyond. But let's talk about Memale. Hashem is the living force of every creature. And then the deeper you go, the deeper light and energy of Hashem you'll find. Because the, the true search for Hashem, there is a Polish word, a very nice Hasidic word from Rabbi Simchabun and Mabshishcha, that he says, that it says in Hashem. Happy is the heart of those who seek, of those who search for Hashem. And it doesn't say, happy is the heart of those who found, of those who find Hashem. You know, the Goyim speak about finding the light, have found God. We don't find God, we search for God. Because finding is fake. Answers are for lame people. Real questions, real quests, real search, that's for Eden. Aid doesn't have enough ever because Hashem is actually infinite. If Hashem is a thing, then you can go to that thing and once you reach your destination, you made it and you can hug to that thing you found. But that's basically Avoy the Zora. That's defining God as a specific thing that you can reach. But Hashem is infinite. Hashem doesn't have a shape or form or, 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 or style or whatever. And that infinity, it's a path of search. And the more you search, the deeper you find. And the deeper you find, the more of a search you have. So it's always running deeper and deeper and deeper. So Kabbalah's Pnei Ashkino, receiving, accepting, seeing, finding, the inner part of the Shechino, it's a relative thing, according to each one. I... I'm a very physical person. I live in a very physical world. I appreciate food and money. And for me, finding any minimal spiritual purpose or explanation, it's really like, yay, I found the Shekhinah. And, and, and that's perfect. But then as I grow up, as I grow higher, I could find a deeper meaning in Torah, a deeper meaning in something, and that will be the Pnei compared to the previous Pnei that I reached. You following? You understand the idea? So... Rabbi Rashbi's Kabbalah's Pnei wasn't my Kabbalah's Pnei And that's why for him, receiving the guests is as much as Pnei because it's very high. But because my Kabbalah's Pnei it's pretty basic, doing the mitzvah gets me higher than that Kabbalah's Pnei In other words, if your spiritual achievement and discovery is huge, then doing mitzvahs is in the equal same level as that spiritual discovery. But for regular materialistic people who barely get to any uh, revelation during life, <laughs> doing a mitzvah is much better than whatever Pnei you can reach. That's the first answer. That's obviously a praise for Rashvi and his derech. But now we have the second answer, which is flipping the coin totally upside down to the other side. And listen to this, this is so amazing. This is so the Rebbe. Now, the second explanation is that because Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai did the mitzvahs Beruchnius, and only Beruchnius, some of the time or most of the time, 
That's why his Agnosa Sorchim was only equal to Kabbalah Spinashchina. But if you do the mitzvahs begashmios, then your Agnosa Sorchim is even higher than Kabbalah Spinashchina. And here is the bomb of Hasidus. This is so beautiful. Why do you think that Hashem made you and sent you to this world? Because, because like this world is like worst and lower, so you can suffer a little bit, and then if you survive it, you get rewarding an Eden? No. The whole point that Hashem created us and sent us to this world is because the whole point of mitzvahs is doing the mitzvahs in the lower world. It's like being able to be a mensch, which is a neshama with a goof. If you're just a neshama, you're a malach. If you're just a goof, you're an animal. What do a malach and an animal have in common? Sounds like a laffy taffy joke. What does an animal and a malach have in common? That they're both nishken mensch. One because he's higher and one because he's lower, but they're not a mensch. A mensch is the one who has both worlds, both dimensions, both materiality like an animal and spirituality like a malach and manages to connect them in a perfect way. How? By having a job, earning money, cooking food, shopping for vegetables, making a nice plate, and talking to people, socializing, inviting them in, running, and even the Torah tells us like how he ran to the Bokor and he told um, Sorrow, go cook and whatever, prepare. They're like all sweating and preparing and shechting and, and doing. And, and, and that's, that's the point of being a Jew in this world, being able to connect both heaven and earth. And, and Rashmi, of course, had his tzaddik's mission and special thing. We're not judging him. We're trying to learn from him for us. Because Hashem sent us to the world to put together Gashmius and Ruchnius, the worldly matters and the, and the spiritual matters, only when you do put them together, the magic of Dira Betachtoinim happens, and that's so much higher than anything else. Otherwise, if Hashem wanted you to do pure, spiritual, thoughtful, kavonadik, no real, no physical type of mitzvahs, Hashem would have stayed with the Malochim. He's got millions of them, and they're all amazing, much better than us. But the thing is, they don't know how to get dirty. They don't know how to roll up their sleeves and play in the mud. And we're meant to. And when you do that, when you actually go down to the world, and within there, you make a mitzvah of Hashem, that's so much higher, that's higher than receiving the Shekhinah. Now, remember the second Pirush, and now let's hear what one of the Mephoshim says, I think it's the Malbim, and the Posuk in the Torah, that Avraham Avin al nosa avoid, he tells Hashem, please don't go away, or according to the other Pirush, he tells, they invited the, the guests, don't, wa- don't walk off of me. And he says that actually both Pirushim are the same. You don't have to say they're Pirush one or two. They're both work together at the same time during the same moment. Wait, how? Who was he talking to, Apoya Mamesh? Hashem or the people? And he answers like this. He answers with the story of Nehemiah. The prophet Nehemiah is talking to the king of Persia, Artachshasta was his name. Yeah because Jack wasn't a regular name back then in Persia, so they called him Artachshasta. In any case, Nehemiah the Novi is talking to the king, and, and he walks in, and his face, Nehemiah didn't look like too happy, he was like bothered, and the king is like, why do you walk 
in front of me, into my office, whatever, my royal, uh, na, 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 without long face. Like you get upset that you walk into the king and you have like a whatever. And Nehemiah was afraid because you know, a king in those days like just doesn't like your face and he chops off your head. So basically, he says, I, I was a little afraid. By spalel shomayim, I dove into the God of the heavens. And I told the king, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, the story continues that he told the king, I'm sad because my people in Jerusalem can serve Hashem. And I beg you, dear king, that you, whatever, at the end, that king is the one who allowed Yiddishkeit again in Jerusalem that was under his ruling, etc. But, but the Malvim explains something amazing. The Apostle says, I dove to the God of the heavens and I spoke to the king and I told the king, ABC. Wait, was he talking to Hashem or was he talking to the physical king? And the answer is yes. He was doing both at the same time. In his heart, in his kavano and his nefesh, he was talking to the Eivishter, begging Hashem for the king not to kill him and, and for his shlichus to be successful and for him to be, allow Yiddishkeit in, in Jerusalem, etc. And in Poyal Mamesh, he was talking to a physical, to a human being and running an errand that Amisrael needed. So which one are you doing? Talking to Hashem or to people? Both. Which one was Abraham Avinu doing? Saying Hashem don't go or saying to the people don't go? Both. In other words, I once heard an explanation of this Maimar Chazal, found grace in my eyes, so to speak, but it's lacking a little bit, according to Chzides. Someone said that this Maimar Chazal teaches us that it's more important to be a mensch than to be frum. You know, Abraham Avinu was a mensch, like received the orchim and whatever, instead of talking to Hashem. That's a real down-to-earth translation. And you know what? I like it, but I would like to fix it a little bit. It doesn't mean that you should be a mensch instead of being a frum person. It means that your true translation of being frum should be to be a mensch. That the way to talk to Hashem is to feed people. To feed people, to like feed hungry. Your way to talk to Hashem, your way to relate and to have a relationship with the locus is to be a good person and doing both at the same time. And that's what it means to get dirty for a mitzvah. You go down to the world, you get involved, you get exposed sometimes, you use your money, you use your time, you use your energy, and it drains you sometimes. But you shouldn't look at it as if, although I would like to be a spiritual being, I'm dealing with certain things. Uh-uh-uh, it's opposite. That's the true meaning of being, a, of, of being a spiritual being. If you want to be a Ruch Nusdikid, if you want to talk to Hashem, you need to go and take care of people. Because taking care of Hashem's people is speaking to Hashem. And you got to learn how to do both at the same time. That's one message from this Parsha. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank and you. Yay! Thank you.